the best bounce back candidates from injury in the National Football League. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome to the Friday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you here once again on the show. Hope you are all having a fantastic start to your Friday, a fantastic close to your week. We've got another fun one in store for you here today on the show. Today on the show, we are discussing injuries and players who suffered injuries in 2022 in line to bounce back. So our bounce back candidates from injuries for the 2023 season, we have 10 different position groups that we are looking at. We're going to have a player for each one of these position groups. And I will tell you, there are two of these position groups I have not put a name in yet. So the where the crowdsourcing will begin when we get to those groups. Uh, but we've got a lot of candidates for these different positions. And we will start with one that I think has three very likely candidates for the 2023 season. And that is the quarterback position. You could pick Matthew Stafford. He was a very popular name in the pre-show. Uh, when discussing Stafford, uh, discussing quarterbacks and bounce back from injury. Stafford's name came up quite a bit. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo was a name that I wrote down on my short list when discussing this. And then, obviously, I think the bigger one here, that being Lamar Jackson coming back from, <laughs> from injury, missing the tail end of the season the way that he did, getting the big contract. The expectations for the Ravens are really high. I think those are three big candidates to write down here uh, for the bounce back from injury team in 2023, look, you can pick you can pick any of them. Um, but <laughs> Bailey just made the comment in the chat: Jimmy G might be bouncing back next year, meaning we don't know if he's even going to play this year or what that's even going to look like. And I think that's fair. So I think you're looking at Lamar, you're looking at Matthew Stafford. I- I'll take Stafford because all reports at this juncture make it seem like he's healthy, make it seem like he's on track to, to being the starting quarterback for the Rams in 2023, and there not being any issue with him playing. We're hearing no whispers, no rumblings, and any of that kind of stuff, any of that noise here at this stage. And sports not asked in the chat, if Cooper Cup and Stafford bounce back, what does the Rams' outlook look like for this season? Well, it's certainly better that they're that if they have Stafford and Cooper Cup healthy, because that's going to be the ticket to them being competitive at any of these games. I do still think their defense is one of the bottom groups in all of football. Um, you know, I know they have Aaron Donald, but outside of that, they don't have a whole lot of guys that are impactful. They've gone with this stars and scrubs mentality over the years, and now they've reached a point where they've got a lot of big dollar um, names concentrated among a few guys that the rest of their roster is just filled out with late round draft picks, undrafted free agents, guys that are just signed for very, very low contracts. Their defense is just not a whole lot to write home about. So, while having Cup and Stafford will allow them to, I think, be competitive in games, I still think they're going to have to score a ton of points in order to win on a weekly basis because I don't think the defense is going to be very, very good in 2023. So does it change their outlook? Yeah, I think they're more competitive. I don't think they're a team that we're talking probably as a top three or four pick. They probably win enough games, but I don't know. I mean, they've got a great coach. If Stafford's healthy, they've got a great quarterback. If Cooper Cup's healthy, they got one of the best wide receivers in football. And so you certainly think that – by having those three guys all there, that they'll be able to find a way to win more games than maybe we want to give them credit for. So that would be my outlook on the Rams if Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford are healthy. I'll go Stafford. Uh, I know Bailey says that he would go Lamar. Rams likely to be worse, so less key moments or winning drives. That's fair. Um, 
I just think, you know, any of those guys are, are, are very likely candidates. Um, wide receiver, we just mentioned Cooper Cup. Um, I have Odo Beckham Jr. down here as well. There's kind of a theme here. We've been talking about some Rams and some Ravens players. Um, I think Odo Beckham Jr. fits in here uh, perfectly. Coming off of a major injury, tearing multiple ligaments in his knee in a Super Bowl, uh, missing the entirety of the 2022 season, going into a situation where the expectations on him are super high. He is expected to be an impact player for the Baltimore Ravens in 2023. He's getting paid $15 million. Um, I think with incentives, he can get up to $18 million. There is an expectation for Odo Beckham Jr. to be a major contributor for the Baltimore Ravens in 2023. So he's a candidate. We talked about Cooper Cup. These two teams have, have kind of been a theme so far for us here when doing this show. Um, but I would pick Odo Beckham Jr. as my uh, wide receiver to bounce back from injury if we were putting together a team here. For running back, I put Brees Hall. Um, I think the reason why you would do this is twofold because one, I think the expectation is that he might be back a little bit sooner than we all anticipated, which would be a pleasant surprise. But two, you saw what he was before he got hurt. And if he's even able to get close to that, the Jets have a, have a huge impact player to help Aaron Rodgers on offense. Now, I don't think he's going to be that player, um, but there's not a ton of other running backs that I think absolutely jump off the page as a huge candidate for um, this, this list. Maybe you put Javante Williams down here for the Denver Broncos, but I don't even know when he's going to play either um, in 2023. So he would be the other candidate for this position um, as well. Sportsnet says Derrick Henry. Uh, yes, you, you could put Derrick Henry in here. Um, you know, for me, the, for me, the 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 severity of the injury somewhat matters, right? When and, and that might be ultimately be a tiebreaker. But when I look at a guy like Brees Hall, who had you know major surgery, missed all this time, and was supposed to potentially miss some time in the beginning of 2023, I look at Javante Williams. What, what what's the, losing an entire season? I think of all of the context surrounding an injury, kind of as a tiebreaker. Um, when, when putting together this list. But yes, I, I, Derrick Henry is certainly a name that we can invoke here as well. Uh, for tight end, I have Kyle Pitts. Um, again, not a super massive injury, um, but he, he did get hurt, missed the what, last couple weeks of the season with, uh, with I'm pretty sure it was an MCL um, injury. Um, so he's the guy that I wrote down here. I will tell you one of the positions that I didn't really have a huge slam dunk name uh, that I loved when doing this list. So Kyle Pitts was my name there. And for offensive linemen, I got Garrett Bowles and Rayshon Slater, two guys that got hurt pretty early in the season, um, two guys that had to have surgery, um, two guys that are going to be very, very impactful for their team success in 2023. Um, and so I kind of have two names down here. Um, Garrett Bowles and Rayshon Slater were my two names on the offensive line for bounce to bounce back from injury in 2023. And again, two guys that when you look at their impact on their team, the severity of the injury. I think they make sense here uh, for this list. We can flip over to the defensive side of the ball now, and this is where we're going to need some help here from the chat. But for D end and edge, I have Rayshon Gary down here. And Bailey mentioned him in the pre-show um, as a as the candidate for the Packers. And I, I don't know how you don't have him as your guy for the defensive end and the edge um, side of things. There's not a ton of other names that make a whole lot of sense. Um, and he's a guy that is a, just a massive impact to the Green Bay Packers defense if he's healthy, and they're going to need him to be uh, as they usher in this Jordan Love era and as they try to maybe kind of rebuild on the fly here. Um, he's going to be a major impact, and we know what talent he has. So if he's able to hit the ground running in 2023, you talk about a bounce-back candidate, he's a guy that can put up the statistics uh, to warrant being on this list. Bailey just said it in the chat. Rayshon Gary is a legit defensive player of the year candidate when healthy, and I agree. And so he certainly fits the bill 
of what we're talking about here. Now, the two positions that I don't have names for that we can circle back on is, is defensive line and corner. So I'll let the YouTube chat kind of sit, marinate, think about that for a little bit. But defensive line and corner are the two positions that I don't have an immediate name written down here. So I'll go through the rest of the list and we can then circle back to those two and I can pull up some names here on the screen if we need to. But for linebacker, I have I have Shaq Leonard. Um, I, think, I think it's a no-brainer. I think this is one of the best linebackers in the game when healthy. Um, got put on injured reserve. Missed the once that happened, missed the rest of the 2022 season. Um, and again, just one of the best players at the position when he's healthy. And so when he comes back, hits the ground running, he's going to continue to make the impact that we know and have seen him make over the last couple of seasons. So I thought a no brainer for him, uh, no brainer to select him at the linebacker position. And then for safety, uh, we have. I have Jamal Adams down. We know the caliber of play that Jamal Adams could bring to the table, but has had injuries not just last year, but the last two seasons. Was banged up in 2021, banged up in 2022. And for Seattle, think of think of the success that they were able to have last year. And think of what they were able to do last year and do it in large part without having a guy that they traded two first-round picks to go and get in Jamal Adams. You add him back into the mix, and if he's able to be healthy, we know how much of an impact he can be. Is he the player that they that they traded two ones for? No, I, I, and I don't think I think they would admit that that the, the player that they thought they were getting when they traded two ones for him is not the player that they have, but he can still be a very impact player. Um, he can still have a major impact and really help this defense. And so for me, I put him down, um, and I have Demar Hamlin's name down here as well uh, because if that guy steps foot on the field, he's going to win the comeback player of the year award. Um, and it's just that that that's a wrap. And that's I know that's not what we're doing here, but I just bouncing back from an injury. I mean, what more can you say? about Demar Hamlin bouncing back from what he suffered. Like, it's just a, it's just a no-brainer. It's, it's, that's easy. Um, I mean, Aaron Donald was shut down for the final six or seven games, wasn't he? And this is where we get into the, to this idea of how do we want to define bouncing back from an injury? Because, and I'm going to check this, and so you can see me frantically typing here because I'm pulling up Aaron Donald's statistics from last year to see um, how he ended the season. But I think, but I think to your point there, Bailey, that if this is a guy that did miss some time, um, and miss a decent amount of time, we could we could put him on the list, right? And you got to ask yourself, like, see, I think when when looking at this, you have to miss a certain level of time for this to be for you to be on the list, right? Um, let's see here. In 2022, he played in 11 games. He only played in 11 games, so he missed. He missed six games, so he missed six out of 17, whatever percentage that is. I'm not going to do math on the fly because that won't be very good for the show. He's probably an answer. Chidobi Awuzie Sports Done is a name that I considered, um, and I didn't write him down um, as a guy. Uh, but yeah, he's probably the best name at corner. Jair Alexander was a name that somebody also mentioned, I think, um, as well. Um, did, did, Jair, how much, did Jair miss any time last year? I don't remember seeing his name when looking up guys who missed extended periods of time last year. Um, but Aaron Donald missed the final six games. So 35% or so. Yeah, I think that's enough. I think a third or more probably is enough to get you qualified for this list, right? That feels in line with what we're talking about. So, um, yeah, I mean, you missed 30, you missed 35% of the, of your games in 2022. You're Aaron freaking Donald. We know what you're able to do when you're on the field. Yeah. You're probably a bounce back candidate and it's probably, it's, it's the low hanging fruit. It's the easy thing for us to do. It's probably the you know the easiest name to, to pull, but it's probably the name to pull here uh, and just slide him in there and put him as part of this list. 
Uh, and then Shadobi Awuzie. How much time did Shadobi Awuzie miss last year? As I frantically try to type in Shadobi Awuzie in real time and spell it correctly, as you can as you can probably imagine, it's not going very well uh, for me. Need to click a couple of buttons here so we can get to the statistics page. Here we go. We got it. He played in eight games. So, yes, certainly, certainly absolutely fits the bill here. Um, and it's coming off, you know, 2021 was a really good year for him. Um, career high in interceptions. Career high in pass defense. Um, had a really, really solid year. And then only was able to play in eight games in 2022 and suffered a torn ACL ending a season. That kind of fits the bill of what we're talking about here. So, yeah, Chidobi we'll, Uzi will be our selection. So, to very quickly recap, like I said, it's going to be a shorter show as we close out the week here. Um, and then starting next week, I think we're going to get into some college um, scouting. I plan on watching some college QBs here over the weekend. But our bounce back from injury team for 2023. At quarterback, we said Matt Stafford or, or Lamar Jackson. For wide receiver, we said Odo Beckham Jr. For running back, we said Brees Hall. For tight end, we said Kyle Pitts. For offensive lineman, we had both Garrett Bowles and Rayshon Slater listed down. For uh, defensive end edge, Rayshon Gary. For defensive line, we have Aaron Donald. For linebacker, we have Shaq Leonard. For corner, we have Chidobe Awuzie. And for safety, we have Jamal Adams and Damar Hamlin. Those are our names that we put together here for our bouncing back from injury team in 2023. So thought that would be an interesting way to close out the week here as we move closer and closer and closer to the start of training camp, to the start of preseason football, which moves us ever so closer to the start of both the college and pro seasons and cannot wait for us to be here doing this show each and every day throughout the start, uh, throughout the college and pro season, discussing all of the storylines uh, that occur each and every day on the show. And then the draft prep that will be, will begin and will be a part of the show each and every week. So looking forward to it very, very much, but that is going to do it for us here on this week of shows. It is going to do it for us here on the Friday edition. We appreciate every single one of you being here. Please rate, review, subscribe, share the podcast. We've got a lot of fun stuff cooking a lot of fun stuff coming around the corner, and the college scouting process is going to begin here on the show very, very shortly. I would say within the next one to two weeks, you're going to start to see some college scouting shows here on the TDN Daily Podcast. Cannot wait to share my thoughts on some of these players. We're starting with quarterbacks. Cannot wait to share my thoughts on some of these players here on the show. So we're looking forward to it uh, very, very much. you got the live YouTube version of the show, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we are back in the normal setup uh, this upcoming Monday. So we're going to be back in the normal setup, the normal atmosphere. Everything will go back to uh, to some semblance of normalcy. So looking forward to that here uh, on Monday. But 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday is when you can catch the live YouTube version of the show. You've got all of the videos on demand as well that you can catch if you miss any of the shows and you want to see the video version or you can't join us live. So you got that option as well. But I appreciate everybody making this show a part of their day. Hope you all have a fantastic weekend. And I will talk with you all on Monday.